welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 109, Words Have Power. Oh, this boy. is going to be good. This is I know you good. feeling this. Of course. You know <laughs> I do. You I wish know. y'all could just see Jessica's <laughs> facial expression, how she's sitting. Of course. <laughs> anyway, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Christian podcast. We are two Christian black women. We have a new episode that airs every single Tuesday, and you can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or Stitcher. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We have a website, adamsreadpodcast.com. You can email us, adamsreadpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're out of Indianapolis, so holla at us if you can. Holla do you want to start? You want me to start? You go ahead. Okay. You well. <laughs> Let the church say. Well. <laughs> words have power, as we know. Um, I mean, we know they have power because God spoke the world into existence. Yeah. So, Come on. and we are in his image, which was also spoken into words. And um, because of the power we have with our words, it can truly just change the whole course of, of your life. And mm-hmm. so I don't think words just convey just information. The power of our words, it can, it can destroy a spirit. It can cause hatred. Mm-hmm. It can cause violence, you know, and I feel like it not only can it worsen a wound, it can inflict a wound mm-hmm. directly. And so of all the things, the, the microisms, the creatures on this planet, only we, man, has the ability to communicate through spoken word. And so the power to use words is, is, is unique from God. And so um, if our words have the power to destroy and the power to build up, according to Proverbs. And so in Proverbs, it says that the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so with that being said, I want everyone to consider the question, are you using your words to build up people or destroy them or destroy them. Mm. And are they filled with love? Are they filled with hate, bitterness, blessing, complaining, compliments, lust, love, victory, defeat? Like all this goes into play. And so mm-hmm. I feel like just like, you know, basic household tools, words can be used to help you reach a goal or they can help you go into a spiraling pit of depression. Mm-hmm. You know, and so your words they not only have the power to bring death or life in this world but in the next world you know when jesus comes and so jesus even tells us that um i think it was in matthew but i tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken for by your words you will be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned so words are so important that we're going to have to give an account for what we say and what we stand for when we're presented before Jesus, that's how powerful words are. I was feeling this episode, so yes. I'm going to just go on. Yes. So I want to break down the Proverbs verse that I mentioned, where the tongue has the power of life and death. Because I was reading um, a lot about this, because I noticed that as I was reading the scriptures about the tongue and the words, it's often referencing like spoken word. But I feel like words is also used as a figure of speech, or I should say this verse when it talks about your tongue where obviously you know one word can stand in for another like closely related word so for example 
So, you know, let's say we read an article that says the White House has issued a statement, right? Obviously, the White House, the building itself, can't issue a statement. So, uh, but I guess my point is, in in that example, we obviously know that the White House refers to the president who lives in the White House. Mm -hmm. So, in the same, in Proverbs, when it says, a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit, obviously, a literal fleshy tongue can't crush the human spirit, but the words of the tongue can produce, you know, those hatreds to crush a spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I really want to break that down because when I was reading it, I'm like, okay, the tongue words have power, but like how powerful is that really? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, my tongue cannot beat you up. It's just what is lies in my spirit, what lies in my tongue can beat you up. Mm-hmm. I like that. So <clears throat> I'll always... I've I've kind of adopted this whole thing now where what I speak is a reflection of where my spirit is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say that because a lot of times we're like we're caught up in these emotions and we're caught up in these situations and when we start talking we just like letting stuff just fly off our tongue and we just mm-hmm. we just going off. A lot of it not was, even realizing. Right. We call it venting. <laughs> At least that's 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 what women call it. We call Stop, it venting. Don't make me laugh. But the thing is, like when we're in these moments where we're venting about these situations and these moments and these seasons that are just so rough and so hard for us, we're talking about all the stuff that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But we never take a time to talk about we we don't take the moment to mm-hmm. speak the positivity and the life into the situation. And so in that moment, it makes me wonder, like, because, of course, I vent. You hear me. Right. I call you. I vent, too. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, in those moments when I'm venting, one day I had a venting session. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going off mm-hmm. like just <laughs> everything. Every emotion is just pouring out. But never I didn't. Not one word was about was speaking life into mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. It was just all these like negative feelings and emotions and and thoughts toward the situation and after it was over i had a moment and it almost kind of just like hit me and i was like whoa that means that this is where my my spirit right right now my the season that my spirit is in is 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 weak yeah meaning that i'm not going i'm not obviously i'm not in communication with god enough Mm -hmm. or my faith isn't strong enough because instead of speaking life and speaking peace back into the situation i just went ahead and kept talking about all yeah. the bad and what's funny is that the result of that was that the situation got worse right it got worse and so the next time i ran into something i was like you know what nope i'm gonna press through this and i'm gonna speak life over this and sometimes when you say situation got worse sometimes i feel like even if we do speak life into it their circumstance may not change right away right but since we have a different perception of it mm-hmm. we have changed we have yeah something. we have changed and again it just shows reflection of where your spirit is yeah. in that moment when your faith is strong and when your spirit is completely connected to god and you and your spirit allows you to believe in what god is getting ready to do all of a sudden you kind of realize oh i'm handling this a little mm-hmm. bit better yeah. than maybe i would have last week mm-hmm. or last month or last year and so you know i always say what comes out of your mouth is a reflection of where your spirit is in this moment now with saying that where do you want your spirit to be mm-hmm. So if you want your spirit in a good place, if you want your spirit at, at rest, if you want that peace, you want that joy, then what's going to come out your mouth? Yep. Because you just said it. The words has people don't understand it. They don't give their tongue enough credit. Let me tell you what you speak out into exist into the uh, atmosphere is what it literally can come to fruition mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want a bunch of chaos, stop talking about it. Right. Stop talking about it. Yep. Talk about the peace that you're going to have. 
Like you already got it. Yeah. <laughs> like you already exactly. got it. So, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, I just got off on a tangent. Like, no, I, I, I told you, I feel this. I this feel this. This verse in Matthew where it says that the words you speak are actually the overflow of your heart. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's why I was, mm-hmm. I was like, there's a scripture that talks about what's in your heart mm-hmm. comes out of your tongue. And so mm-hmm. I feel like when we become saved, there's an expectancy that a change of our speech follows with that because living for Christ makes a difference in your choice of words. Mm-hmm. So um, in Romans, it says that the sinner's mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. But when we turn our lives over to Christ, we gladly confess that Jesus is Lord. So as a condemned sinner, our mouths are going to be silenced before the throne of God. But as believers, our mouths are open to praise and glorify God. Again, this is all in Romans. And so as Christian women, your heart truly obviously has been changed by the power of God, but a change that is reflected in your words. So remember before you were saved, you lived in spiritual death. And so Paul, um, describes those who are dead in sin that their throats are open graves so in other words your words are going to be full of blessings when the heart is so full of a blessing just like what you said Mm -hmm. so if you fill you if you fill your heart up with the love of christ then only truth and purity can come out of your mouth and so remember um what was that book the book of when david when um who was it it, was it solomon that spoke over david and gave him that prophecy that david were going to be king and then he was Solomon. Okay. So Solomon spoke over David and then, um, you know, King Saul was like after David. Now David was told you're going to be king and be doing all these things right after he like did the whole Goliath thing. But we, what we don't realize is that David was like running from Saul and his people for like years, mm-hmm. like country to country, you know, mm-hmm. cave to he cave was legit on the run. But <laughs> and he said that he was a man after God's own heart and kept speaking his prophecy, mm-hmm. you know, into existence. He Pharaoh could have been like, this is not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he probably had moments like that, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a prime example of, you know, if God has revealed something to you, shown you something, and I think I even made a status about this. I feel like God, I'm kind of getting off tangent. I feel like God does not show you the entire plan because he wants you to have faith in the rest of the plan. Girl, you just spoke And so you guys speak to that. It's like, well, I don't have the whole picture, but God gave me a little bit, so I'm just going to have faith in that. Mm-hmm. Like, so then you got to speak everything of what you know, like, yes, I'm going to be healthy. Yes. You know, I'm going to have almost like what you speak is like giving it's like almost like the directions yeah. to that promise that he showed yeah. you. Like, I mean, everybody, I, you know, I have a huge, I'm a big dreamer mm-hmm. and I have very big goals for myself. And shoot, let's be honest. I don't know half the time how I'm going to get there because <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have all the resources. I don't have the money. I don't have, you know what I'm saying? But my, my, but I was given a vision mm-hmm. a couple years ago after I came out of one of the darkest seasons of my life. I was given a vision. Ain't never lost sight of that vision. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that every time I spoke about spoke positively over myself, over my children, over my family, over our future, all of a sudden I realized, boom, here comes a new opportunity for yeah. me to get a little bit closer to this vision that was given mm-hmm. to me, to this promise that was made to me. Yeah. And so a lot of times what we don't realize is that the words is almost like the little mm-hmm. guide. It's almost like the path to get us there. Yeah, I think what happens it. is, is that when we're speaking all this negativity, sometimes those opportunities actually have been presenting themselves, mm-hmm. but we're so deep in our own Talking pit back yeah, that, that we, we don't, don't even realize it. it. We yeah. don't even recognize what's right in front of us. And that's why it's so important to be selective and be particular about what you talk about and what you speak. I get it. We're women. So mm-hmm. we naturally love to talk. 
it's very rare to come across a woman who don't. <laughs> so we love to talk. And especially when we have those close friends, like, I mean, Lindsay's one of my best friends. And so obviously I will talk to her about some of my most personal things that I would not share with maybe all of you or mm-hmm. share with even just some of my other friends. Like right. I'll share personal things with Lindsay that I, that I wouldn't tell the rest of the world, but we get, we, we talk about this stuff. But even in talking to one of my best friends, sometimes I have to check myself because I'll be telling her all this stuff because she's my friend. So mm-hmm. she can she can hear all of my business. I don't <laughs> care. But I'll find myself just talking to her and sharing all this stuff. But again, I have to be more careful because even now, even right now, as much as I love me some Jesus, even today, <laughs> like I find myself, I get caught up in just talking about what's happening right now yeah. instead of what is to come and so i would actually challenge women especially because we are so good at just talking like be talk about what's gonna happen what you gonna do when you get out of the situation how it's gonna look for you for your family when it's when the situation is over again we all i always talk about speaking life i am huge on speaking speaking to the speaking into the the situation speaking life mm-hmm. into it bringing life into it and just being positive like just keeping that mindset focus on god like god only allows us to go through stuff but the key word is through yeah meaning that we come out on the other side of it mm-hmm. and when we come out on the other side of it if our words if we rem- remain faithful to what we talking about and remember that the word has power like if you talk your way through this and you talk power, uh, positively on your way through, you're guaranteed yeah. coming out to what you really what to the blessing you're looking for. Because I feel like sometimes Liz, I have felt this way that God doesn't deliver you out of the slimy pit that, you know, David was once in, but he delivers you in the slimy pit. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I so think that's powerful. It, it was powerful when I was feel like I was in the slimy pit because mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like <clears throat> sorry, y'all. Pray for me because I've been trying to shake this bug for a minute. But the tongue also produces and has eternal implications because, like we said earlier, it truly reveals what's in your heart. And so Jesus said that the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. So you we could take literally the verse that I just said in Proverbs 18, 21, just a little bit ago, that in that the tongue can cause physical life and death and words create actions good and bad a judge or a jury by simply saying a word can completely cause a person to be killed or to live and words they can either save your life you know a doctor advises a surgeon a weatherman issues a tornado warning a counselor gives you hope to a suicidal person so we're using communication our words all the time but on the flip side words can kill Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of murders that happen around the city are usually initiated because of like of an argument, yeah. you know, and in the in the sense of causing all this action, the tongue then uh, has the, the power of life and death. And I think it's obvious that your words can affect someone emotionally. And so in Proverbs, it describes that a healing tongue as a tree of life as mm-hmm. well. Um, and obviously God made us, in my opinion, expressive beings. So. I think we're obviously lost sometimes without communication. And that's why, you know, we have a podcast. That's why we have audible books, Mm -hmm. you know, and recordings. Mm -hmm. That's why there's Braille for the blind, sign language for the deaf, you know, and and writing of a blog, you know, whatever, because communication is everywhere. But that's and this is also why we text a lot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, love letters. We write notes, all that. So obviously speech has huge implications, especially when it's used as a vehicle for also sharing the gospel. And so. 
I think it was in Psalms or Romans, I forget where I read this, but it says, therefore, we are commanded to control the tongue, to keep it from evil and your lips from speaking lies. So as Christian women, your speech should consistently honor the Lord with the tongue. We praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Um, I think that was in James. But um, it's just, it's so real. And I don't think that we realize just how significant our communication is towards people. And I think we had even mentioned this on another episode of mothers, you know, to speak life into your children. Mm-hmm. Wives, speak life into your husbands. Mm-hmm. You know, all that comes comes into play. Yep. Yeah. Like, especially the, so I'm not a wife, but I am a mother. <laughs> um, and, you know, y'all know I'm transparent. With my oldest daughter, when when it was just me and her, and I was still in a very selfish season in my life, I would say things to her, not really realizing that I was damaging her or hurting mm-hmm. her in any way, mm-hmm. but I would say stuff to her and I would make little comments about her. And I'm thinking I'm just being funny mm-hmm. or just being silly, only to later find out that really damaged her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I damaged my daughter with my words. Mm-hmm. Now, as a mother, you can only imagine the amount of guilt I felt mm-hmm. because my baby hurts. Because of something I said. Yeah. And, you know, but now, 11, she's almost 12 years old, and she's getting ready to go into the seventh grade. Yeah. And, I know. <laughs> oh. She was just in the sixth grade. I know. Um, but it's funny because now, like, I, I tell her certain things. I, 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 I speak over her. I pray with her. And it's amazing to see the things that she's accomplishing now. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's all because of what she hears me say. Mm-hmm. And so think about what, what our Heavenly Father is saying about us. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. He already, he, he picked you for a reason. He made you and created you and allowed you to be on this earth for a reason. And because he sees something in you, the song says he saw the best in me when everybody yeah. else saw the worst mm-hmm. in me. And so you have to remember that if our heavenly father sees that good in us, and if he's already speaking life over us and speaking life through his word, we have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We want to be, we were created in his image. So we have to implicate the same behaviors. So again, your tongue, your tongue will give so much life to so many people in so many situations and to yourself. Yeah, and it's truly the root of where your spirit is mm-hmm. and where you are mentally, where you are emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people don't give the Bible enough credit because it's full of words. It's full of words. <laughs> you know, words from a perfect being, words to guide you, direct your life give you hope when you're hopeless, give you faith when you're faithless. You know, Mm -hmm. there's just so much in it that when you feel lost, no one reverts to that. We always Mm -hmm. revert to like TV shows, you know, or homies. Yeah. The (laughs) homies. It's like, they just as bad as you, like they just jacked up as you are. Why why would I go to another depressed person about my depression? And that's, you're not going to help me. (laughs) Before we end this episode, that's something I really want you all to understand and really take heed to be careful who you go and seek words Mm -hmm. from. Yeah. Like, Everyone's counsel is not wise. Right. We talk (laughs) about talking, but you also have to be very careful about who you're seeking words from Mm -hmm. because everybody's counsel, like Lindsay just said, and everybody's counsel is not wise. And at the end of the day, you certainly don't want to be seeking words from a person who's only running off at the mouth about a bunch of negative stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Like you want a person to speak life into you as well. Yeah. And so, you know, be cautious of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But listen. 
God is good. Amen. All the time. Just be, you know, really practice and and continue to try to grow in the area of your speech and how you communicate and what you what you talk about, what you write down. Um, You know, write affirmations to yourself Mm -hmm. and just read them every day. There's a good book. I know I've mentioned this before. I Declare by Joel Alstein. Yes, it's amazing. I read it. Another good book. I did. It's Battlefield of the Mind. Joyce Meyer. I had that. Did you give me that? No, I, I did not. Because I did it on audio. Oh, I have that book. It's awesome. It's an amazing book. Joyce Meyer is going to be here in October. Really? It's free and I'm going. You should go. I'll go. With I think you. it's at the fairgrounds. I'll go. We've got to go there early because it's free. Okay. I'm Priscilla going Shire is going to be here in June. <gasps> you got to pay for that. I think it's like $20. I'm going to go to that too. Oh, no. It's I like at go. another church here. I want to go. Okay. I got to go. Let's roll. You know I love her. I love her too. Okay, we're going. But you, need <laughs> re- you need to read her book because it's the fervent tour. I have it. I read it already. Okay, good. Yeah, I was about to say I already read it. I read it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Thank you, and we hope you were blessed by the episode. Make sure you tune in with us next week. We love y'all. Peace out.